0: Hi everyone. Welcome to Don't Look At Me Pod. Um, Before we get into today's show, we just wanted to mention a couple things that uh, should be of interest to you and just a couple of quick sort of resources um, that you might want to check out and that we would recommend checking out. So first of all, we talked about this in the episode that went up most recently which was just like resources and stuff like that so this is a little bit just more of that um so the first thing is um Brayla Stone who um, was a trans woman um girl actually in Little Rock was murdered extremely tragic um and so there are a list of um I don't I haven't found a GoFundMe for that if anybody is able to find one like feel free to let us know and we'll throw it up um, but there is a change.org petition that you definitely can sign, uh, definitely should sign. So we'll put that in the episode description and we'll retweet that on Twitter, which is where I've seen it. And we'll share, uh, maybe like just like a screenshot of it on Instagram, just as a reminder, when the episode goes up, and there's also a, a tweet that we'll retweet on our account from, at Raquel Willis underscore and so um, it's an action item to donate and support the work of black trans folks and um, trans people of color in Arkansas. So there are two links there, one for an organization called Intransitive and another one for House of Gigi. Um, so we'll we'll have those available for you to check out. Um, and then um, in terms of other things that you can look at, so um, the murder of Elijah McClain was something that has happened recently um, or since the last episode went up. And so there is a a GoFundMe, and I believe there's also a petition for that that you should definitely definitely donate if you're able to and sign what you're able to. Um, so we'll retweet that. And then um a little bit just I think we talked about this last time, but a little bit of more information about Brianna Taylor. Um, you know, a couple things that you can continue doing um to sort of I guess look for justice in that situation. Um so we'll link all that. And then another thing I also wanted to mention, um, is a list of uh, podcasts that are done by black people, uh, podcasts that have black hosts. So, um, there, I've seen a couple lists like this. And so again, we will link this, we'll tweet it out, whatever. Um, we'll put it in the description. This one's on Mashable. Um, all there's 12 on here. I have a couple more just to mention. Um, but you can check out this list and it talks about podcasts. There's one 1619, still processing code switch. Um, somebody, Uh, truth be told uh the read um scam goddess that's a podcast i listen to really recommend it really funny um ear hustle what a day thirst aid kit snap judgment uh 74 seconds which i believe is one that's coming soon um and then just another one to mention um i've I think I've briefly mentioned Nicole Byer on here. She has a couple podcasts that she does. Um, she does one with uh, Sashir Zameda, um, who you might know from SNL. They have a podcast on Earwolf called uh, Best Friends with uh, Sashir and Nicole or Nicole and Sashir. Um, and so that's one that they do every week. They have a couple episodes about, um, you know, just talking about how they're doing with Black Lives Matter um, as two black women. They have an episode about Juneteenth um, and they have a bunch of other really great episodes. There is also a podcast, uh, another podcast that Nicole Byer hosts called Why Won't You Date Me? Super funny show, um, would recommend that. And yeah, we'll link that. Certainly not an exhaustive list, nothing we're mentioning here is like exhaustive or all you need to know. We're just trying to, um, as we mentioned in the previous episode that went up or, you know, the 15 minute episode that went up before, um, just trying to use this platform that we have for our podcast, which is very small. But, um, you know, just trying to use it to do whatever it can to help out and part of that is going to be like continuing to give information that we think is helpful um, to check those things out. And so we really recommend it. It'll all be linked and retweeted and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, so we totally recommend it. Thanks for doing that in advance and let's go to the show. Everyone, hello! We're back. We're back.
1: <laughs> Me and Michaela were making jokes about uh, just scrapping season three and just going right into season four. So, welcome everybody to season four, episode welcome one. To season
0: four, yeah, this is it. <laughs> um, and I think it would be funny. I said this to you last night. If so, season season three was three episodes. This is season four. If it's one episode. And then we don't post anything for like three months, and then it's season five. Yeah, <laughs> that I think would be cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, we do have a lot of episodes saved, so we can just sort of like toss them out, yeah, whatever we see fit.
1: Exactly. We got our whole catalog, so stay tuned, everyone, ups. for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, Michaela, what have we, what have we been up to? I thought it would be nice to kind of update everyone since it's been a while since we recorded and I didn't want to put up any of our pre-recorded ones because it just felt Mm kind of weird that like you know so much has happened the last month so you know do you want to do you want to start by updating some of our lovely listeners on what we've been
0: what we've been up to sure so um in terms of me and what I've been up to um not much (laughs) log pause. not a whole lot um I think maybe a new update since we started recording is that I am collecting unemployment um not unemployment but uh (laughs) money for students who aren't working because of COVID so um shout out to everybody else collecting CESB um and yeah, I've truly just been hanging out. I've been watching a lot of movies. Um, my movie list is continuing to grow and uh, expand, I guess. Um, I'm watching some horror movies um, and like ones that I'd been kind of meaning to get to for a while or like heard were really cool. Um, so I'm happy that I've had a chance to do that. I've been reading, um, you know, doing my little exercises. Mm-hmm um so diminishing of myself (laughs) but by calling them that but uh yeah yeah it's been it's been a lot of that um the one thing I guess that is new for me which is not just for me is um the world of basketball and so um I've talked about basketball on this episode or on this uh show before and um there was another episode where I talked about it, but we're going to scrap that episode. So this might be one of the only, (laughs) and it's not because I talked about basketball. (laughs) Um, it's for audio reasons. Yes. Um, so uh, everything that's going on with basketball right now, I'll update everybody. So this is this is an episode that we are not recording a ton in advance. Whenever we do like talking catch-up episodes, we don't usually, you know, pre-record them that much. Um, so this is pretty recent. We're recording this like less than a week before it goes up. But I watch a lot of basketball and a lot of people, I'm sure you know, the NBA has been like gone. Not like... I think, like, March 12th or 11th or something like that. They're like, season is on hold uh, because of COVID, and we'll let you know what happens. So what they've decided to do is the most insane thing possible, which is to resume the rest of the season, um, which there aren't a ton of season or games left to play in the regular season. I, maybe, like, 15 or something. I could also be making that number up, but it's not a ton. Um, so they're going to play out the rest of the games, in uh and and the and the playoffs because they're gonna do those too they're gonna play all that out in Orlando at Walt Disney World which is just the most like it's like okay I feel like you see people on Twitter saying like oh my god this is so dystopian like this weird this vignette of this one thing that I saw walking down the street like how dystopian this is which is probably true this is like dystopian but in the way that makes sense for it to actually happen where it's also absurd and stupid and funny that they're going to disney world and they're trying to create this bubble which i've heard that the bubble is not very secure and then i've also heard a couple people on twitter being like no it's actually pretty secure so who knows and then there's all this drama not drama but like there's all this stuff um, where some players are saying like, hey, we don't want to play for a lot of reasons. One, it's like uh, probably not safe. Two, if I get like an injury doing this, I'll be so mad. And then three, because of everything that's going on right now um, with Black Lives Matter, um, we don't want to detract from that. And we think it's really important that we don't detract from that and like let that happen and not be a distraction because so many people are excited for like sports to come back because it's like you can watch sports which like listen I get it you know it seems like this season is going to come back and they are really going to play this whole thing out um and I will be watching it like don't you know don't worry. I will be there. I understand the desire to watch it and to have a distraction and to have something you can care about. But it's like you could care about things that are also going on in the world. And when a lot of players are also saying that, like, hey, this is a really important thing that's happening. Um, I feel like that's something you should take notice of. And um, and the other thing, too, is the WNBA season is supposed to start um, taking place also in Florida in a confined It's some, like, campus or, like, institution campus, I forget what it's called, where the WNBA is going to be playing out from, like, end of July to October. Um, And a few players from the WNBA, um, like, more than for the NBA, a few WNBA players have said, like, have said, I'm not playing. Like, I'm opting out of the 2020 season because of everything that's going on, and we don't want to be a distraction. And I think that that's so – not for me to say it's great that they're doing that, but I do think it's interesting that the WNBA players are much more, there's like a higher concentration of them doing that. Um, especially when they get paid significantly less, um, I think is interesting. Um, but, you know, there, there's a lot happening. I get why some players would want to play and also why they wouldn't. Um, but some NBA fans are just so fucking stupid. Um, you know, and are just, like, not understanding and are just, like, totally childish about it. And then a lot of them are also, really, because it is, like, a very uh, diverse audience and viewership compared to most leagues. It, like, it it actually is if you look at the numbers. So there are a lot of supportive fans, which I also think is great. So they shouldn't play the season for sure. They, like, definitely fucking shouldn't. Um, But they're going to. And I guess I'll keep everybody updated on that.
1: Yeah, it seems that not good because not only is it creating like a distraction which may not be the best uh at this time but it's also just unsafe with coronavirus and you already told me that like was it 20 players that tested positive for coronavirus
0: i think it's like it's like 16 or 18 or something like that uh you know more than you're hoping and for one of them too is crazy i think it was it might have been jokic um who tested positive and he's in serbia and it's like, hey, so he tested positive, um, so he's going to stay there for 10 days, and then he's going to come on over to the States. And it's like, 10 days? Oh, my God. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about, yeah. 10 days? Like, I'm sure these athletes are maybe in, like, a. they're obviously very healthy, but, like, in 10 days, that's just going to be gone out of a system. He's not going to be, like, contagious anymore? Are you sure?
1: Yeah, that's, that's insane. That sounds wrong.
0: <laughs> I, I know. Like, I'm sure they have somebody medical saying like obviously yes or no and this is the timeline but also that's crazy to do that yeah that's absolutely insane
1: i just said like the recovery would be that quick yeah i know that's crazy man
0: yeah and maybe he's like not really symptomatic or something but yeah yeah
1: but i mean if you have it then <laughs> yeah but passing on it. other people like
0: yeah what if here? he's like a super spreader one of these people
1: Yeah, super, not only a superstar, but a super spreader.
0: That's right. One (laughs) of them is really bad. (laughs) Yeah. Not good. Not good. What have you been up to?
1: Oh, man. We've been, well, we, uh, I've been up to, you know, pretty, I mean, pretty much the same as you, trying to keep busy, been working. Me and Mikhail had a beach day. Was it last weekend? Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, me and Michaela, we've already said this many a times, we're both very cautious people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in like the coronavirus situation, we have trying to find creative ways to still hang out, but be safe about it. So, you know, what we've done a couple of times is we just like parked in a parking lot, a space apart, rolled down our windows and like talked or like ate takeout or drink you know coffee together or whatever Mm -hmm. but then last weekend we were like oh we should go to like a a park and have beach day so we went to this park it was like an hour out I said to Michaela I was like wow it's like we're not even in like it's like we're really far away from where we live but it's only an hour out it's such a weird like you know experience I was like man it feels like I'm really far away but it was so nice we Mm went swimming and we went for a walk and um we took pictures and we ate lunch.
0: Yeah, we saw the southernmost point in mainland Canada, um, which is crazy that I've never been there because, like you said, it's like an hour outside of where we live. Like a lot of people from around here go to this park. It's called Point Pelee. It's like a national park in Canada, um, and they'll like go to the. There's like the beach at one point goes to like a very narrow tip. And there's an island, uh, Peely Island. And so the actual most southern point in Canada is on the island because it's an island. But in terms of mainland Canada, this like point, it's like a very small point on the beach that you can walk into um, is like the southernmost point in Canada. So a lot of people from here have like gone and been there and like done this i've never i went there once uh like a year and a half ago with some friends to go camping but we didn't end up going to the point either and it was like in the like late fall early winter so we weren't at the beach really um so i hadn't really had like the true experience which is just weird because we like we live right here i like i never really went there as a kid or anything
1: yeah same same for me i'd never been um but you know it was very like safe like I said Michaela like even though it looked really busy when we were going in it felt like we were the only people there like it didn't seem busy at all like we had plenty of space to like walk around and like even on the beach it's not like a beach that you see in like fucking Florida you know what I mean it's
0: like it's It's a very like it's a very small kind of rocky beach um not like a huge shore so there was like the closest people to us were like 20 feet away
1: yeah, so it was it, it was good. I said to Mikhail, I would I would love to go back and have another beach day. I know. We should. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And then, like, last weekend as well, I guess. Was it? Did we have beach day last weekend? It seems like I had too it many things week- going on last weekend. Wow, that's crazy. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, I have a car that I lease for four years, and now my time is up. I had to make the big decision. Do I want to lease another car or do I want to buy? And I decided that I was going to buy this car because, you know, as you all probably know, like SUVs are the new big thing. And I don't want an SUV. <laughs> I want just mm-hmm. like a small little car. Um, so, you know, I went to go see this man named mm-hmm. Rob. Boo. <gasps> Boo. We don't like Rob here. No. Um, so I went to go see Robert. And uh he he like he was expecting me to want to lease and then I told him like, oh no, I want to finance. And you know, like they don't they don't like you to finance because if you lease and they have you for four years, like I don't know, like they want you to, they, they want you in their grasp, you know, for like a long time. So then, you know, I was telling Michaela, I was like, man, I was there for like 15 minutes and they were charging me like all this money. Like by the time I left, it was like $1,300 that they put like on top of my car payment that I already own. And I was like, man, like this is so fucking dumb. But then like they ended up like, uh you know, taking some things away, but it's pretty much still the same amount of money. Like they're so sneaky, man. Like I was telling mm-hmm. Michaela last night, I was like, you know, you think that like, I don't know just what they tell you you think it's like oh well we're gonna minus this fee and we're gonna give you like this other thing instead and then you think oh okay so i get this like five hundred dollars off and i get like this like you know warranty But really what it is is like you're still getting charged that money but instead of paying for an administration fee or whatever you're paying for like a tire protection and then like this tire protection is only like literally if you get a flat tire it's not actually to cover you for like the cost of tires if you when you need Mm -hmm. to replace them so it's just like this whole thing but i hate going into like the dealership i hate going into the garage like i like taking care of my car but i just don't like the environment of a dealership and like everyone there like wasn't wearing masks and it was really fucking annoying. Cause I was like, man, like you, people are obviously dealing with the public and like, it's really irresponsible and stupid of you to not be wearing one. Uh-huh. Um, so it was like this whole thing, but you know, I, I was able to keep my car, um, my, my, my little car that I have my you know, I, I have a little bit of an, att- an attachment to, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, am i am i am happy that I was able to, to keep it. And, um, You know, I, like, my dad told me, like, oh, if you ever, like, decide that you don't, like, want your car, like, you can, like, I can always trade it in. Or, like, you know, my dad needs a new car, so it's always something that I could give to him, and then I could get something else. So I have, like, a lot of options. Um, Yeah, you're not stuck. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stuck forever, you know. But, I mean, even if I am, that's totally fine. But if if not, there's, like, other avenues that I can do. So I'm, I'm happy. It's, it's just the whole uh, going through all this paperwork and like all these fees and like mm-hmm. you know they charge you for all this shit and I'm like man like you're all you're all so sneaky and you all want to put yeah. in all these little fees and and charge you for all these things but you know it's it, it worked out in the end um so I'm I'm happy you know that's good but those are two like kind of recent things that I want to mention was our, our cute little beach day and then my car buying fiasco I wanted to talk about something mm-hmm. that you did okay. kind of hint at. So we're going to try okay. to keep it as vague as possible. Uh. <laughs>
0: <'Cause> I, think, <laughs> I think it could be an interesting topic. So... It is, because we have been talking about <laughs> this for hours. Yeah. Like, collected over the last two weeks. Just hours. Yeah.
1: So I figure we can... I think we can incorporate it in a way... You'll see where I'm going with this. Okay. So... Me and Mikhail have a mutual friend. I'm going to put friend Mm -hmm. in big quotations. (laughs) Um, Who has been acting very erratically and Mm -hmm. honestly very delusional. And uh, that's like the source of me and Mikhail's entertainment while we've been in quarantine for the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, because can I just say, like, one thing about me, and I think most people are probably like this, but I don't know if people relish it as much as I do. I love gossip. I love it. <laughs> I love, even if it's someone that I don't, like, this is why I like reality TV. Even if it's someone that I don't really know, like, I just love hearing about, like, okay, so then he did this and then she did. It. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did this. And then she said that. Like, I just love knowing it and I love knowing other people's business. And I don't want to be involved in anything dramatic But I love having, like, a front row seat and being able to, like, judge and, like, form an opinion. It is so much fun. And if anybody out there has any gossip for us, please email us, DM us, whatever. I will fully engage in that conversation with you. I I love it. Yeah. I,
1: love it. I do like this situation maybe more just because like I don't know if it's if it's drama that you're like completely detached from, like you don't know the people, sometimes it can be mm-hmm. less like engaging. But it's like when it's somebody that you know it can be even like crazier sometimes. Especially sure. if you have like an inside scoop. But mm-hmm. um you know i've uh, i've been talking you know we met me and mikhail have been talking about it like uh, a lot recently and like one of the main things that i've been talking about is like uh the sense of like material possessions and thinking that like uh you know in order to be like successful you need like all these materialistic things like all this like brand new expensive car or like really expensive (laughs) watches or like all these like things that you gather and collect and you show off on your social media which like, you know, I know that everybody does that to a certain extent. But like, I don't know, recently I've been really like disgusted by having Mm. material possessions. Like I have my own like collection of things. I was just like, you know, I don't like the whole like narrative of like you know, it's like, uh, you know, with like my record collection, it's like, what am I trying to prove like that I listen to all this music that I love all these albums when you buy books like oh I, I love to read so look at all my books or oh I love mm-hmm. I've watched all these movies so these are all the movies that I have like, I, I'm not saying that it's a I don't I, I don't know I don't want to say it's a bad thing to do like I like supporting things that I enjoy and I think if people have the money to do so I guess they should be able to spend it on whatever makes them happy but like recently I've just been like man like it's really it just really makes me like disgusted so like I actually started selling some of my records online Um, yeah you have a lot yeah I have a lot and um you know I was just like you know Chantal just because you like an album it doesn't mean that you need to have a physical copy like if you're listening to it on like Spotify and you enjoy it like sometimes that's enough like I like you're Mm -hmm. never gonna like I do use my record player like like a lot especially on the weekend and stuff if I'm like cleaning like I like to listen to record but I'm like I don't I don't know it's just
0: getting to a point where it's too excessive I feel like I used to like that too and i was probably like in high school and like 18 19 like i bought a lot of that stuff and like i i don't know collection is like a strong word but like i did have a lot of that stuff but yeah in the last like five years or whatever i've sort of just been like well i don't necessarily want to spend money on every record that I i just bought one actually but um i don't feel like i need to spend money on every record that i think is cool it's like is this one that I is this a specific record that I think would be cool to have on record? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean like and I I like I can't even remember the last time I bought a movie. So like I get why people do it. I do it too. I'm not trying to be like I actually don't need material possessions. I actually mm-hmm. haven't been doing that for a really long time. I just mean like I get it. Like I get wanting to own stuff that you really like and you think is cool um but it's also very nice once you stop doing it it's like once you stop wearing makeup or something like that it's like you realize that you actually don't need this thing and it actually takes up maybe a lot of your energy
1: yeah see I I just like the idea of being more selective about these things because you know like a lot of the things that I buy I want it to be like a reflection of like who I am I guess and the things that Mm -hmm. I enjoy um but you know even when I was like going through my records and I was like deciding whether what I was going to keep and what I wanted to sell I was like, you know, there are records that I'm selling that I actually really enjoy. Like, I enjoy the album from front to back, but I'm like, I don't need it on record, though. Like, yeah. it's just not something, you know, and I have a lot of, um, you know, records that are, like, maybe, like, a colored variant or, like, limited edition. Like, I, I'm i definitely getting a, a higher amount than what I paid for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, So, you know, I was just like, you know, like, I'm just... You know, not that I'm like moving out or anything, but I was also thinking to myself, like, when I move, this is going to be so fucking annoying to move all of these like to a house, That's like, true. records are so heavy. And like, they're like, they take up like space, you know what I mean? So I was like, you know, I'm going to start doing this now. And, you know, I'm going to like say like, you know, some of the money like I'm I'm using to be able to like donate and stuff, but some of it I'm going to like save and, um, you know, I still have, like, a lot that I'm trying to sell, like, i uh, there's, like, a subreddit that I posted in. <laughs> um mm-hmm. like where you can sell records and like i had i had i had a couple boys uh hit me up and buy stuff and it's funny because they all think that i'm a man like every time they message me they're like hey man or like oh thanks <laughs> man and i like i wanted to say it back to them because i was just like hey, hey man brother and then it's funny because <laughs> probably when i like set them my paypal they're like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, not a man uh but that's it's funny. just it's just funny because all, all the people have bought me uh, or who have bought a record for me they all have like male names so I was like yeah this is very like male dominated but yeah and then I also but the, whatever I didn't sell there I I, I I've been putting cl- my collection on Discog so I'm just kind of waiting for people to buy from there and then I I'm just figuring that whatever I can't sell online I'll just um like once record stores uh like some record stores will buy back uh records so you can mm-hmm. either get money or like a store credit So I'm just thinking that once record stores start uh, uh, buying back, uh, because they they pause for the coronavirus situation, then I'll just bring them in, and, like, I'll probably end up doing a store credit, because you get more um, for store Mm. credit, and, like... You know, there's some record stores like uh, Sonic Boom is one that I was thinking about in particular where it's like it's not just records that you can buy. They also have movies and books and like, you know, like little like accessories, you know, like socks and like backpacks, Mm -hmm. like, you know, stuff like that. So I thought that's kind of my my game plan Um, right now. I'm just trying to minimize the amount of things that I have even in my closet. Like I've been trying to... um, you know, I, I like women be shopping and I and I really enjoy shopping and it's something that is kind of a, a problem. Like as much money as I save, sometimes I do feel guilty for like wasting money mm-hmm. on things that I know that I don't necessarily uh, need. Like I really want to be more like thoughtful about what I'm buying because uh, you like I don't need uh close like a lot of the time it's just like well i just like this thing and um i just want to be more thoughtful about what i'm buying so like i'm just uh you know i've been also doing like depop but i haven't had as much success on depop because that's like a whole mm-hmm. you know other story but um yeah i've just been trying to minimize the amount of things that i have because i don't know especially uh like Again, like, because of this time in quarantine, I feel like it gives you a lot of time to, like, think, and I'm mostly yeah. in my bedroom, and I see all these things, like, every day. I'm just like, man, like, this takes up so much space, or, like, what am I, what am I holding on to this thing for?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then, like, recently when me and Michaela had seen, like, what this person was doing online, it just made me feel more and more sick and made me, like, evaluate myself. And I was like, man, like, what do I need all this shit for?
0: Yeah. I am... Um... I feel like for me, and not that I buy clothes super often, but I do buy them fairly often. And a lot of times it is just like basics, like, oh, I want to buy this new pair of jeans or, you know, like it's stuff like that. It's not usually anything extravagant. Um, But that is one thing where like, I know that if I had the money, like if money was no object, I would spend a lot of money on clothes. Like I just know that I would. Um like stuff that like you said you don't need it's not like I was literally looking the other day there's this like brand that I follow on Instagram and they release these like um like quarter zip like sweater things which I have a quarter zip sweater that I got at Goodwill that I never fucking wear because I don't really like it but I was like maybe this one will be different because I they have like a bunch of different like colors and like uh patterns basically that you can choose from and there's one it was so nice it was like um, like a dark gray on top and like a sky blue on the torso and that has like their little logo and then the quarters up i'm like that's so fucking cool like I, I i want that i want that sweater and i was like they haven't sold out yet like it's a limited quantity they haven't sold out yet shipping to canada wasn't crazy expensive it's an american company but like this sweater started off being 65 us which is a lot uh and then once you factor in exchange rate tax and shipping it was like almost 100 canadian which i spent more money on dumber shit before like i truly have i have a 70 dollars charlie xcx shirt in the mail en route to me um but it, it was it's just like you look at it and it's like for that 10 minutes that i'm like looking at it and like picking the color that I would get and like seeing if they even have like it always just starts off like well do they even have the color I want okay well do they even have my size well how much are they gonna charge me to ship to Canada oh that's not Mm -hmm. bad like it just you go step by step and it's like for that 10 minutes or whatever it's like I would kill to have this like I love this so much like I can see myself wearing it I know what I would wear it with and then I'm like well where am I I know this is for the fall and winter but where am I going then I need to like it's not like I'm going to school I'm not like I'm going to campus in the fall like it's all online and then I'm graduating so it's like well who is this for it's I mean it is just for me I do just think it's very cool Um, so I didn't end up buying it but I was just like it's all stuff like this or like a cool shirt you see it's all on instagram i see this like a cool shirt i see and it's like okay well it's like this many euros and then to ship it so it'd be like yeah like 55 dollars for this (laughs) t-shirt it's like crazy (laughs) that i have like become used to that and i don't end up buying that stuff normally um but it's just like i know that if money was no object for me i would i really would spend a lot of money on that on like cool blouses and Mm -hmm. like nice outerwear and like cool accessories like I just I love it I (laughs) I love it I wish it was all I know
1: dude I was like thinking about um you know me and me and Michaela both read a book called motherhood by Sheila Hetty and like you Mm -hmm. know there's like a thing in it where it's like you hesitate and wait so long to make a decision that ultimately the decision is taken away from you and I was thinking about that in terms of like clothes because there are like just like buying anything in general like there are times where I'm just like oh I want to think about this thing or like you know when you're shopping online you put a bunch of things in your cart but you just like don't check out like you just wait and then the thing sells out and then it's like well now, now i don't have a choice like i can't buy this thing anymore So like sometimes that's what i'll do is like even if i want this thing i'm like well let, let me just wait a few days and think about it and then it's like mm-hmm. everything like sells out and i'm like well I guess I don't, like, want it that bad. Or, like, sometimes, because, you know, there were times that I've been very, like, um, you know, you make, like, a, uh, you, like, go online and you, like, see some things that you like, and, like, I've checked out, like, immediately. It's like, I wasn't even trying to buy anything. I just went to this website started there looking you know. around and I saw shit that I liked that I checked out. And I was just like, man, I'm just being too, like, impulsive. I need to think more about this. Because I guarantee you that sometimes, like, I'll, like, shop online, like, the night before and just leave things in my cart. And then the next day when I look um, back at the website it's like I don't want any of this shit you know <laughs> like it's just... that is
0: yeah like that is what happens half the time is like all you know shop like for fun basically and like you said just put a bunch of stuff in my cart and like oh well if it was all free these are all the things I would get or like you know sometimes I'm a little more intentional with it of like no I actually would only get these few things and it's like well I don't I don't usually go through a checkout online impulsively too much um I usually do like think it's usually it has to be something I'm thinking about it's not usually like a I see it and then I buy it like I do usually think about it um but yeah it's just like the whole process of it is Mm -hmm. so can be really intense but if you like step away for a day or a couple days and then you come back to it half the time I'm like I didn't even like I, at the time, like I was saying with that, like quarter zip, I was like, I need this and I didn't buy it. Cause I was like, I know I don't. And it's so expensive, but it's just so cute. Um, and then I would not buy it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's just that whole thing. I did actually put in a, you know, it's cyclical. I returned a bunch of clothes, um, a few days ago and then I placed a, a pretty big order online. Um, but it was all the stuff that I'd been looking at for a while and it was like clothing and they're all just basics like it's like a couple you know tank tops I know I'm not really going out in the summer but just to have them um a couple of jeans that like this one website has been like selling forever and it's like they used to sell these other jeans that I really like um but they don't really make them in that fabric anymore so it's like I have to buy this new fabric they're making the jeans with cuz the ones I have are like wearing out and so I've been thinking about it for months like I should try out these new jeans even though I don't know that I'm going to like them but I just need to try like I just need to know if I'm gonna like them or not Mm -hmm. and they have like a really good return policy if I end up not liking them so I could see myself sending one or both of them back pretty easily but it's like I just I need to know at this point you know yeah yeah um so stuff like that I will do that a couple times a year and then I'll buy like those little cool shirts or whatever every every now and then
1: I've been trying to think more about like they say like cost per use like you know like let's Mm -hmm. say that you know you have an event coming up and you want to like buy something for, like, this event, that's it's like, well, am I only going to wear this thing one time? And then it's like, well, now I paid, like, you know, $70 to wear this thing, like, one time, like, this dress or whatever. Whereas, like, if you're buying things, like, like, you said, they're, like, basics or, like, things that, like, you can get a lot of wear out of, then obviously your cost price is a lot better. And, like, mm-hmm. sometimes I try to think about it in terms of, like, what I get paid at work. It's like, oh, I would have to work, <laughs> for like yeah. 15 hours to afford this sick after I think is that worth it like I don't think that's worth it yeah. man like so I've been trying to think more more like that because the other thing too that I also feel guilty about is like you know I was thinking to myself I was like you know whatever does not sell for me on Depop I'll just end up donating it and then I always get worried because as much as I think that like you know donating seems like a good thing I'm just like how many of these clothes are just gonna end up in a landfill and it makes me feel like really guilty like I don't know the percentage or like I don't know how true or factual that is but you know I know that that's like a thing that like whatever the thrift store can't sell like it's gonna get shipped to like other countries and then eventually like it's just gonna be like landfill and I really don't want to um contribute to that so it's like this whole cycle of just like well if you don't buy these things to begin with then you're not gonna contribute to this like ongoing uh uh, problem you know what I mean but yeah man like I've also been like um you know I I I mentioned to Mikhail on the phone last night that I had made an order off of like ASOS and it recently uh came in on uh like uh, the other day and um you know there's the size chart is so unhelpful. It's so stupid. Like, very dumb. um, you know, like, because, okay, I do the thing where I literally measure because they say, like, you should measure your bust, your waist, and your hip. And, like, mm-hmm. I write down the sizes, and I'm like, okay, I should be this size. And, you know, they do the whole thing that's like, oh, what's a, what's an item that fits you really well? And do you want this thing to fit you looser, tighter, or average? And, like, blah, blah, blah. I felt this whole thing, you know, they give you all these statistics. like, oh, well, 70% of people, uh, you know, they, they chose this and it worked for them. And then 20% of people chose this and it didn't work for them. And I was like, man, like... I don't know, and it's so different with, like, every website that you go on. So the thing that I ordered, I would rather something be, like, too big than too small, obviously, because then it's, like, not going to work at all. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking, I was like, I think that I could actually maybe get into sewing because I think it's such a practical skill to have like my my oma used to like sew a lot and i would always take my jeans to her to like hem them to be like a better length on me and like she used to make dresses and all this stuff and i was just like you know she was so talented and then like you know i had to go to the tailor one time to get like a a dress taken in and not that i think that they shouldn't be paid for what they do like they do like incredible like work but it's just expensive to if you go to the tailor a lot uh it's expensive um but i like the idea of like Modifying your clothes in order to like actually serve you, like you'll take something that you never wear and you can make it into something that you really love and enjoy, and especially if it can fit you in a better way, that's excellent. So, I was like, I like, I texted my aunt recently and I was like, Oh, did you keep like uh, Oma's uh, sewing machine? and she did, so she's gonna bring it over to me and I'm gonna try to like fix the stress just by like watching youtube videos and seeing if i can make it work i'm like nervous because i'm scared that i'm gonna ruin something that i really like but um i i'm hoping it won't be too complicated like i don't think i'm doing anything crazy um But yeah, like I said, I just like the idea of like, especially, uh, you know, me and Makila like to go like thrifting and stuff. And if you can find something that like, oh, maybe this thing fits you really good in the hips, but it doesn't fit you good at the waist or something like that. Like maybe there's a way that you can like modify this thing to like give it a new life and make it even better. So I was I was thinking of maybe trying to learn how to sew because like I said I think that it's a very practical and good skill to have and then if I like learn how to use a sewing machine then it's like oh if my family or my friends need something fixed and I know how to do it then it's like then I can save them money and help them out
0: yeah totally I'm actually doing like a similar thing um because I can um hand sew not amazing but like I can sew enough to like when talking about like when your jeans wear out or whatever. I can do like a fix on them to get them to like be able to keep wearing them. So I've actually been like hand sewing a lot the last couple of weeks just to like make these like small fixes, but my mom has been talking about getting a sewing machine um and like splitting it with me um because I just think it would be so helpful to either be able to make my own stuff um or yeah, be able to like fix these things cuz hand sewing really only gets you so far, yeah. I think. Um, like, it's helpful to know, but it's not, it would be obviously much better to have a machine. Um, and my mom used to, like, make her own dresses and stuff like that when she was, like, younger. Um, so, like, she knows the the basics of, like, pattern making and stuff like that. So, I feel like it's something like a learning process of, like, even just learning how to use the machine because my grandma used to sew, but we don't have any of our sewing machines around anymore, which is why we need a new one. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like part of it is, part of the challenge is like learning how to use the machine you have because I think that that is like a whole thing in and of itself mm-hmm. and then probably like a lot of it what I'm gonna end up doing is just like practicing some of the stitches I guess a little bit and just like on like a scrap fabric like making sure you know how the machine works and like how to move it around before I put a garment in the machine to work with because like that'll be so like you said so helpful to have because yeah like when you're on these websites like I I I know a couple of my measurements um, either from doing them myself or like when I went to a tailor a few years ago and I'm pretty much the same size so um, like I know my hip measurement for example and like when I go to these websites I whether it's Azos or something else um, I usually don't go by that like I'll go by if I've bought from them before or like you know stuff like that Um, but I will sometimes look at the size chart just out of curiosity and it's never helpful because it's always like if I look at the hip measurement, for example, it'll say, uh, this is the size you should wear. And I'm like, there's no universe that I would ever wear that size. <laughs> like it would be depending on what the garment is, it's like that would be way too big for me or something. Like it just mm-hmm. wouldn't that's not how that's gonna I know that that's not gonna fucking fit me properly. Um, but I think it's just like I, I think especially with companies like that, it's they are churning out so many different products Um, and even the different sellers that are on Azos are they're all their own companies right they're all doing this where it's like they're probably not sitting and measuring every dress or pair of pants of like okay well it fits this way so like this is the measurement for this item it's like Here's what we consider a size 12 to be. Here's what we consider a size 18 to be. And here are the measurements that go according to that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that specific item is that, like depending on how it stretches, how it moves, what the cut of it is, it might be different. Um, How that company sizes one thing might be different from somebody else. Um, So I always find those like, I never really go by them. I think unless you're ordering from a small company, And, um, you know, if you're over ordering like overalls or a dress or something like that from a small company, I think the sizing is probably a lot more helpful because you know that they know the sizing of that specific item and items like those that have to fit your whole body are a lot more difficult and tricky to get the right size for, Mm um, than it is like going on to Azos or American Eagle and like looking at what they have for their sizing. I'm always like, get at it Like, there's no, I know if I bought this, I would return it. Like, it would not fit me.
1: Yeah. See, it's like they're using it as kind of universal for their website, but it's yeah. not. And, you know, like, I'm not saying that like I rely only on the size chart. Like, I always try to like get as many resources as I can. Like, you know, if there's like reviews, I, I always like read the reviews and like, you know, if I bought like stuff from them before. I, like, go off of that, but, like, sometimes it's so, uh, it can be so, uh, uh, tricky, you know? So I was just, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I, I always go, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure that, like, a lot of people probably feel the same way as, like, I always feel like it's, like, between two sizes, and I never know what is the right one to go with, and it's, um... I don't know, man, and especially if it's something like ASOS where, like, the return policy for us in Canada, like, isn't great. Like, you have to pay back, you have to pay to ship it back. It's not, like, a prepaid uh, label, you know, it can be this whole thing. Um, So it's, it it can be tricky, but I was like, you know, I'm not gonna, like, return it uh, because I really like the item. But I'm hoping that if I can figure out how to sew it and hopefully get it to, like, a good place. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, it's not terrible, like, it's fine, but I just think it would be nicer if it was a little more, uh, you know, not so uh, baggy, yeah. you know. So that's uh, that. We can maybe like, uh, maybe we could um, record like an episode of our that's sewing right. adventures. That'd be cute. Yeah, like we could be like, Michaela, what did you sew this week? And like, Shanta, what did you sew this week? I love that. <laughs> That'd be kind of cute.
0: That would be cute. We should do that. Yeah, you
1: can. Well, and the new show will be Don't Sew With Us.
0: Don't sew with us. We're the only ones who are going to sew. Yeah.
1: We're the sewing pros. Or we will be eventually.
0: Right. We'll get there.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, I see these girls on YouTube. I don't know if you ever saw, like, um, these things that people do on YouTube called, like, a thrift flip where they'll, like, buy stuff from the thrift store and then they, like, Mm -hmm. make a design for it. And then, like, it seems like they make it so easy.
0: Yeah. Those always irritate me, too, though, because it's, like, I don't watch those religiously, so, uh, you know. I don't know if this is generally what happens, but I feel like I've seen those before where it's like some girl who is like, I don't know, a size two, size four, zero, whatever, buying like a size 12 and then like, um, I'm going to like take it in and like do this and do that with it. It's like, you fucking suck, dude. Like it pisses me off so much because sometimes it's I either feel like people who might do that are like trying to. Buy something that is already kind of cool and turn it into something that they can either sell for like an exorbitant mm-hmm. markup just because it's cool and like apply like a quote unquote finder's fee while taking the money or taking the clothes away from people who actually need to be able to buy clothes at a cheaper price point um, and like saying that they're recycling and it's like, well, no, you're stealing from poor people when you don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking so stupid. Or it's like you take if you take the only cool clothes that are at goodwill then the people who actually need to go to goodwill to buy shit can't get anything because they're either out of their own size because like these skinny girls think it's like so fun to have something oversized um or because you're trying to like upsell it back to somebody on fucking depop which i know is not what we're into but like people do that a lot and so um yeah i think it's cool that people can like buy something that they want for themselves and like turn it into an item that they would wear in a different way. I think that's fine. But it's just like whenever I think of those, one of the first things that comes to mind are like, obviously not everybody's doing that, but those two examples and I'm always just like, Shut up! I, I. It makes me yeah. so mad.
1: No, you're right. It's it's definitely a thing. Like I've 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 never like watched a thrift flip that had that because that would be you know really annoying. Like you should know that that's wrong and that you shouldn't be doing right. that. Like the thing I've seen is just like oh they have like a frumpy like grandma like dress and then they make right. it into something like modern. But dude, like on Depop, people do that shit all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like and sometimes the shit is so fucking ugly. Like I saw recently. Somebody was selling, like, a black pair of um, Nike sweatpants that they decided to tie-dye. So the tie-dye was really... I hate when people tie-dye, like, black-colored, like, clothing items because then it just gives them this orangey tint. And it just looks, Mm -hmm. like, bad, in my opinion. And then they put it up for, like, $150. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, who's paying for this shit? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, like to me it's like depop you know i know that people specifically go to the thrift store and they pay like you know like three to five dollars for these items and then they go home and they take their you know little aesthetic pics and upload it on depop and then price the shit at like 50 bucks like it's definitely a thing on on depop for mm-hmm. sure which is not you know the culture that i'm uh participating in <laughs> because it's so Wait. shitty
0: like yeah like i have a bunch of old stuff that we were just talking about this last weekend at beach day um that i am maybe gonna sell on depop which i've never like really used depop before um but i was like i have a lot of these like jackets it's mostly outerwear which i still don't know if i'm gonna sell it because uh shipping outerwear sounds like a pain even if i'm not the one who ends up incurring the cost for it um but it's like some of these uh most of them i did get at like Value Village or something which is like the more Expensive thrift store also Um, So it's like okay I paid 15 to 30 dollars for this Um, I would sell it For like 10 dollars more than I Bought it for you know what I mean yeah I don't know and then if it doesn't sell in a couple Months I'll just donate it and some of the stuff I might Just donate right off the bat because it's Like yeah I'd like to make Some money off of it because I don't have a fucking job But also it's like yeah those people who go On there and like those like Fucking Nike sweatpants and like selling them for $150 that's insane like I don't even mind black tie-dye like I'm fine with it but like it's so clear that I could just do that myself like it's so obvious that I could just find Nike sweatpants for less than that I'm sure even though they can be expensive even if you bought them new they're probably gonna be cheaper and then I should get some bleach and then do that to them myself like why would I pay you to ship them to like i know what you did with them these aren't a rare find like i understand what happened here
1: yeah because even like um you know how you can buy just like tank tops or t-shirts like in a plastic bag and it comes with like five of them like people yeah. do that shit where they buy like uh you know those bags of like five like tank tops and then they tie-dye them and then they put them on Depop for like 20 bucks a fucking top and i'm like man like do, like I, like, I want to be like, nobody buy this shit, because you can do this so easily by yourself, and, like, these people, like, they know how Depop works, and they're just using it to their advantage to, like, make money, and I don't necessarily, uh, like that at all, because it's so, like, uh, skeevy, like, to do shit mm-hmm. like that it's just like you know i'm just gonna i'm not going out of my way to shop for clothes to sell on depop i'm taking what i already yeah. have that i think somebody else could appreciate it's in good condition it's really it's rarely been worn and it's still things that i think are like in style that i think somebody else could enjoy it's not me going out and like buying shit and being like oh i could probably make like a hundred dollars off of this thing um because it's so shitty to do man
0: yeah, that's a crazy way to try and make a fucking income. <laughs> I
1: know, dude. Like, that's you can't insane. find a better, like, way. Like, if you're interested in clothes, why don't you, like, uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> like do, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are people, like, I, I haven't seen it as much on Depop, but, you know, like, Etsy and stuff. Like, people who make, like, clay or ceramic, like, earrings or, like, people mm-hmm. who do, like, embroidery. Like, you could be doing something that's, like oh I actually put like Actual work skill. yeah like I put work or, or skill into this and, and I want to sell this thing uh, compared to oh I'm gonna go to the thrift store buy like 10 t-shirts that I that are cool for 20 bucks and then go home and price them for 40 dollars a shirt like what the fuck is that
0: it's so stupid it's
1: no effort and it's so
0: because st- it's always the same person doing it you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's so dumb yeah
1: that's what my like depop has like an explore page and that's like all it's filled with is all these like mm-hmm. you know designer kind of like brands like nike and adidas and fila and like you know all, all that mm-hmm. like shit and people just like pricing it like crazy like especially like uh, like uh you know champion like i see stuff like that all the time and i'm like man like uh and then it's like just some of the shit that i see on depop i'm like nobody's gonna buy this like i remember i was like looking at like doc martens and somebody only had one doc martin they were like this is the left (laughs) doc martin uh somebody's dog ate the other shoe and then she this person literally wrote it would be cute if you had the right one and like what i was like bitch nobody's gonna buy this shit like what like could you imagine if somebody out there has the exact same shoe in like a size nine and and only has the right shoe like what are the chances of that
0: yeah that's uh, like that would be if that were me i would not think to look on a website (laughs) for the other shoe because i just think like well, I'm fucked. Like, I should have to buy a new pair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way I'm finding <laughs> the left shoe or whatever <laughs> that I need. That's so crazy. People will crazy. sell anything on Depop. That's like, nuts, fucking dude. Like,
1: anything, man. Anything that they can make some money off of, they'll do it. And I'm like, it right <laughs> would be cute if you had the right one. It would be cute if you had the right one.
0: like, It'd be cute if you had the right one. Yeah. It's, where is it? Where
1: is it? Like, don't Where's even bother a- selling it.
0: I don't buy this dog story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> what really happened to the other shit? Yeah, show? I don't think
0: that's happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, just, like, she made it, like, just, like, make it into, like, an earring or some shit. Rip out your <laughs> fucking ear for the aesthetic.
0: She probably, like, stole it, like, <laughs> in an alley or some shit.
1: Probably. She's like, oh, dog marns are expensive. I'm gonna sell this Yeah,
0: so annoying. Like,
1: okay. It's just, yeah, like, Depop is a whole, uh, is a whole thing. Um, it's interesting yeah. being, uh, on it. Like, you know, I, like, I have bought some stuff from there in the past but it hasn't been anything that was like a hundred dollars like i buy cheap Mm -hmm. like 15 dollar like t-shirts or something like that um but i'm not really that much of a of a buyer i'm more of a i just want to sell my shit and and get out of there because it's uh yeah you know, it, it can be nice as, like, kind of a replacement for thrifting, but, like, obviously the thrift store is way less expensive, and you're not paying, uh, you know, the price of, like, this person who thinks they're curating, like, shit for you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, I, I don't know. I know that there's other websites. Like, I, I heard of, like, Poshmark before, but I think that's only in the States. So I don't know what other websites are like for for selling clothing, but I've, I've only ever used I- Depop.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen Poshmark when it's like if I am looking for a specific clothing item and it's like you Google it to try and find like this specific item that you saw somebody wearing. Uh, sometimes I feel like Poshmark comes up for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, it's always so frustrating too. Like whenever I see somebody wearing like, like there was this whole thing, which I mean, there is a whole thing with Bon Appetit right now. Um but, like, a couple months ago, there's, like, an old video of Claire, one of the people who does their videos. And she was wearing this, like, really cute jumpsuit. It was, like, and I've been looking for, like, a jumpsuit or a boiler suit for a long time. Um, and there are a lot of shitty ones out there. I will say that if you're, like, a straight size person, like a 0 to 14 or whatever, you can find them really easily. Everybody else, it's just, like, fuck you. Do your own. Either pay $300 for it. Or get the ugliest one possible. And it's like, well, I don't want to do either of those things. And you um, shouldn't have to. Yeah, I shouldn't fucking have to. But there's this, like, one video where Claire Safis is wearing this, like, dark... And she does have a lot of cool clothes. She's wearing this, like, dark green. It's almost like a leopard print, which maybe sounds like it would be ugly. But it's not. It's like a, it's almost like a dotted pattern. I don't know. It was just, like, cool. And I was like... I, And it's, like, long sleeves. And you, like, rolled up, which I think is cute. And I was like... I wonder if I, so I spent like an hour Googling like Claire Savitz green, black jumpsuit. And then this girl from Riverdale was wearing it and something else. And I was like, okay, whatever her name is, uh, Claire Savitz, a uh, green, black dotted jumpsuit. And like, it took me forever. And I think eventually what I found out is that um, Rachel Antonoff, which is like this designer sells it and like her clothes are so fucking expensive, but they are very nice. And I think it was sold out and also like a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, well, damn. Damn.
1: Yeah. Whenever you find something that you like, you got to look at that price and it just fucking destroys all your hopes and dreams.
0: I know. Whenever you see somebody like wearing something, I guess that doesn't happen to me very often, but whenever you do find something and it's like, oh, I want that thing that that specific person is wearing right here. It's like, I always know it's going to be expensive. Like Mm -hmm. it's never going to be like a cheap find when it's that sort of thing. Um, which, you know, I'm, I guess I'm fine with, small batch I guess clothing and like being better quality and being like ethically sourced um, it makes sense, I guess, that that's more expensive, but I also just feel like everything should be free. Um, so I'm in a uh, bit of a pickle.
1: Yeah. That's a big pickle to be in.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't have any choice really. Yeah. So. <laughs> it doesn't well, really matter what I think.
1: Yeah. Well, with that, let's, let's, let's say goodbye to everyone. We have social mm-hmm. media. Um, we haven't been very active because obviously the podcast has been a hiatus, but, um, we're on uh, Twitter and Instagram at don't look at me pod. If you'd like to follow us so we're obviously gonna you know um uh, post the things that we talk about um on our show there and um we also make uh memes so if you're interested in any of that you can follow us we also have email don't look at me dot at gmail.com if you'd like to email us any gossip as michaela said um please please please, do. please let
0: us know please for the love of christ <laughs> i don't care i don't care if you make it up i just want to be yeah. invested we'll in
1: keep it anonymous we won't say like
0: Oh yeah, I you won't know? share. Yeah. I'll tell Chantel. Oh yeah. But other than, than that. You know, as I like to gossip, so I have to tell Chantal. Yeah, you gotta
1: tell someone. Outside of that. That's the whole point of gossiping yeah. is like it's between two people or like more. Yeah. You know? Come on. You can't just keep gossip to yourself. What is that?
0: Yeah, don't be selfish <laughs>
1: Exactly. Share the gossip with us. Please. Um, so you know guys, we're here every Friday at three PM. So stay tuned for season <clears throat> three, four. Who no fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing here uh you uh-huh. can uh, follow us subscribe to us and don't look at us bye, bye.